Ace Podcast. Weird. It's the Weird Podcast. That it is, Craig. Uh, we were just trying to be weird, just then. Did that work? <laughs> it's weird. Happily coming to you once again from the fabulous, spectacular Leeberry uh, Complex. Right outside of Nashville, an undisclosed location. That's correct. Happy am, to be back. And I'm Craig. My name is Aaron. I go by Craig, and he goes by Aaron. And but, this is but some uh, people in Australia don't like it when I don't say Craig, Craig. This is the weird news podcast. It's a very weird news podcast. This is the show. It's the kind you do take home to mother. This is the show what where we bring mean? you the best in weird news coverage. Anything that's weird that's going on, we bring it to you, Craig. If it's out there and it's weird, we're going to talk about it. We are. If well, mostly. It mostly. And and if it's something we may maybe shouldn't be talking about, somebody will tell us. Well, or we'll edit it down as we talk about it. Exactly, exactly. But we're just going to get straight into things here. You know, what we got to do right now, don't you? What? Oh, this format on our show notes, by the way, looks marvelous. No, it does not. I don't it, like it at all. I just noticed you changed everything <laughs> around a little bit. But hey, uh, let's get straight in. It's Friday. It, it's it is movie the Friday episode. Day. Oh yes, it is. And I saw two movies this week. I saw two movies this week. I saw the horrible movie, The Meg. Was it bad? I've I, heard good I, things I, about it. I thought it was a waste of waste of film no way are you serious it was it was just it was jaws i mean it was it was jaws mixed with a prehistoric shark yeah but it was like jaws they even stole things right. direct jaws was done right <laughs> this was this was uh somebody he was confused he said they thought he thought they said you're gonna need a bigger shark right so yeah. they made a megalodingalong yeah, yeah exactly shark. exactly so um it you know it it just it they kept making references, doing things exactly from Jaws, and, and this it just to me. I heard there was even a Pippin in there. It was it, I think his dog's name might have been named Pippin or something as a, as a reference. Well, to there's it. there's a controversy and, and, about and, Jaws whether it was Pippin or Pippet. That is no, a, it's Pippet. It's Pippet. Uh, you better go back and Pippet. check. I've had people say it's Pippet. Why do they say what they want to say? I saw the movie more than anybody. Anyway, they say that the dog. The Some same say dogs. I was actually maybe in the movie. Okay, go ahead. Go I, ahead. I really are wasn't. you done? What'd you give it? So. uh Oh, the Meg. Oh, yeah. oh, it was so it was so unnecessary is what I feel like. So I want to say I'm going to give it maybe one and a half shark fins. Oh, really? Yeah, it Good. was nice. It, it just I don't. Here's the thing. I don't like Rain Wilson. Who? Uh, from the office. Dwight. Shrew. Oh, do you? Well, yeah, I don't like him. I, anything, I, like, I like, it, like him on the office. I like him on the office, yeah. but I'm not a fan of him anywhere else. And I did not care. Uh, now, Jason Statham, is that his name? The yes. action guy? Yeah. Uh, he was okay. Yeah, he's good. I've liked just, most of everything over, he's done. Overall, I just found it to be, you know, I, you know, I just to me, it didn't need to be made. It was just another thing. So I saw one more movie on, uh, what I see it on? Uh, My turn. You hold your second movie. Oh, I, thought I, I, just, two. I thought I was telling you everything. No, right I, you now. go, I go. I, that's not the rule. I saw two awesome, <laughs> okay, fantastic what did you movies. See? Seriously, since, since we've last met, I've seen two of my new favorite movies. Do you see in the theater? No, no, these are both online. Okay. Uh, both on Netflix, actually. Okay, what are they? No, I'm sorry. One's on Netflix and one is on a server. Uh, they are... Oh, well, you don't talk about that. <laughs> the first one, my son comes in and Don't ever out loud think that and let it come through your mouth again. My son said, Dad, you got to watch this movie. When you said server, you meant Amazon video server. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, he said it's called Free Fire. Have you ever heard of Free Fire? I thought all fire was free. So I said, okay. And he said, it's your kind of movie. Now, neither of the movies that I'm going to review are family friendly. Get that? I don't oh, want to put that out there right so away. So that's how you're going to. They're be. both ARA rated for language, just for language, and one kind of violence. But so the first one, which is a fantastic movie, but not as good as the second one I'm going to review, is Free Fire. And one of the cool things about Free Fire, it's available. Uh, well, I don't know. You have to rent it, but it it's it happens in real time. 
So the movie's an hour and a half. At the beginning of the movie, at the end of the movie, in everybody's life in the movie, only an hour and a half has passed. You know what I mean? It all happens. Wasn't that the show 24? It was 24 hours? No. Over no, a whole because season. Those over hours, a whole season. No, those hours. No, they, were, were, they were one hour, and they were for no, a whole No, they were season. like 45 minutes, because you got to put commercial well, in. This movie. We don't, no. we don't acknowledge that. Anyway, it, it's a... Uh, it's a a gun deal gone bad is the main thing, but the characters are amazing. Are, are gun deals ever good? I give it four out of five AK seven AK seventeens, AK forty sevens. Yeah. What's MR sixteens? MR sixteen. Yeah. AK forty seven. Okay. Yeah. You, why don't you just keep it simple? Four out of five guns. Yeah. I give it four out of five guns. Okay. Who's in anybody? Nobody I knew. No, I didn't recognize one actor. Hmm. Which is another thing that makes it great. Okay, I might check into that, but I'll see. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so I saw another movie. It was either on the Netflix or on the Prime. It's called Intruders. It's got uh, Macaulay Culkin's brother, Rory. It's mm-hmm. got Rory mm-hmm. Culkin in it. And um, the the chick lives in the house with her brother who's dying. And these guys. We all are dying. And, yeah. And these guys all bust in because they want, they're looking for payday. They're, right. They're, 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 they're going to cash in is what they're going to yeah. do. Yeah. And. That house has got a lot of secrets, and she's got a few. Oh boy, it's been—it's kind of been done before, but not this way. And it's it was, all been done. That's what the bare naked ladies. Have uh, hey, that's what they told us. That's all right. It's not all the, been done not the ones that are marching out front. <laughs> okay, what do you give it? So, so intruders. I actually thought I'd give it—I'd give it probably four break-ins out of five. That good? Yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. Okay, and it's got—it's uh, got really it's, it. <laughs> It's got a little bit of language. I guess it's got some language, but so it's per, it's kind of family friendly if you have not, teenagers. It's not, it, you know, it's it's seventeen or older, eighteen or okay. It, it's not. It's just got some violence, but it's it, it was good. All right, second movie I saw. This is up there with Fargo in my book. Okay. I mean, it is so close. Have to we decided Fargo. that that show's never coming back. The show's done. Yeah, the show's done. But the movie. Remember the movie? It's yeah. been my favorite movie for a long time. Or one of them. This one's called I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore. You ever heard of that? I know you feel that way, Aaron. And <laughs> it's on Netflix. It's okay. We're here to help you. And it stars my new favorite actress of all time. Who? Uh, her name is Melanie Linsky. Lindsay? No, not Lindsay Linsky. I don't know her. Yeah, I didn't either. And what's it called? It's called I Don't Feel at Home in This World is Anymore. Is that the one the artwork's got the words wrapping all around the... I saw something that looked like that. It looks like handwriting, but Elijah Woods is also in it. He plays, I like him. Yeah, he plays a major role, and he plays the greatest role. It's got just a touch. He, his character has just a touch of uh, Napoleon Dynamite's brother to him. Yeah, Kip. Kip, yeah. has just a touch of Kip, but uh, not enough to make it silly. Anyway, I give it five out of five knives. Just knives, yeah. Just knives. That's that's pretty. That's pretty. You now, Melanie Linsky. Yeah, you, Melanie li- Linsky. you like her. Yeah, the reason I like her, she, first of all, she's a fantastic actress. You know who she is. Second I of know all, who she is. Uh, she's in Castle Rock, which is no, also a good a good thing to she, see. Let me let me look and see if she's who I think. And let me let me say that she looks like nothing out of Hollywood. That's why I like her. She could be your next door neighbor. She could be uh, your Sunday school teacher. You know, she could be just anybody. Yeah, she's Rose. She's from Two and a Half Men. She's the she's the one that was like obsessed with Charlie Sheen's character. I've never seen two. She'd always yet. like crawl up on their balcony to get to their apartments. I've never seen an episode. Yeah, I recognized her when I. Yeah, we're not missing much, but I saw her. Uh, I, I recognized her when I saw her. She, not, is, I like her. Not family friendly. A lot of drug use in it. Um, a lot of foul language, and it's. Uh, but man, entertaining is all get out. Okay, so you know what that brings us to. I'm looking to see if there's anybody else I know in this movie. 
I don't know. No, don't know anybody else. You know Elijah Wood? Not personally. It is game time. Oh, I guess I should quit looking at this and tell you what time it is. And the thing about game time tonight, we're giving away a mystery prize. Yeah, because Aaron. I forgot to even look in the prize closet. I don't know what we got. And the thing about having a full-time job, Craig, I'm busy all the time. Even when I'm at home, I'm busy. Sleeping? I'm gonna I'm gonna quit again. It's too much fun not having a job. Oh, of course, I do like to eat. So you did you did just announce that you're quitting the podcast? Uh, no, I'm not quitting the. Po- well, I don't know. We're still in talks. We're so, still discussing. We're gonna play this game here, where I have to ask you three. 80s related questions. Three twi- twi- twivia. Twivia questions. From the 80s. This the is greatest not a decade, shade. The greatest decade in the history of the world. Okay. Echo so, and the Bunny Men. They are, they're, they, they're part of the soundtrack of I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore. I love Echo and the Bunny Oh, Bunnymen. my goodness. It doesn't get much is better Ian than McClell- that. Not Ian McClellan. What's his name? I don't know. I forget his name. Echo. Echo. Hey, look. Yeah, there's uh, Front Diva. Front Diva and, and uh, uh, Front Courtney. Hey. <laughs> So, hey, go away, kids. Brittany and Courtney looking at us through the studio windows. All right. Are you ready? Yes. I'm going to give you three questions. Right. I think we've established that. Well, we got distracted. Okay. Now, if I get all three of them right, somebody gets a mystery prize and a mystery prize. Do we have have anybody claim the prize last week? Not yet. Still a couple days left. Okay. Okay. Because I got, not, I, I forgot. I remember today I hadn't gotten you a three yeah, uh, D. Although we're we're releasing this episode on Friday, this yeah. is actually Tuesday. Tuesday. So we've got a few days left. Okay. So here's the here's the thing. Okay. Uh, okay. Back to this. I'm going to ask you three questions. You got to get two out of the three right for them to win a prize at it, all. Yes. You've got to get three of them if they're going to get a random three D printed object from my printer. Yeah. A double mystery prize package. Right. And it'll be something good. It's not like I'm just going to throw like a McDonald's straw in there and say happy and straw. Sure. Okay, one of these is going to be kind of hard, okay? Because I've been kind of nice to you. I've been actually giving you questions. No, you, you give can... me hard questions. I just know the answers to them. I bet you don't know the answer to these. Well, hit me. I'd love to. Okay. Yeah. Mm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to find And for a... those of you that don't know why I play this, it's because he likes to hear auctioneers no anytime craig's mean to me i try to i try to drown him out with the auctioneer okay what first question what did the license plate on the delorean and back to the future spell out what it say on the back of it out of time good job oh so i was correct you got one correct you, t- you thought that was gonna be a hard one didn't you no no no. i'm building up to the hard one. Oh, okay um all right greatest decade in the history of the world i'm gonna give you one you should know this isn't actually that hard but i'm I'm going to give you – no, I'm going to give you the hard one next because that makes it more – it makes it harder for you to know that last question's got to be right. Okay. Okay. Who was the founder of Live Aid? I know him. You don't know him. Not personally. Uh, you want a hint? He was in the Boomtown Rats. You're being Lead very, singer very for the Boomtown Rats. You got, you got to say his name. Ah. Uh, uh, you want a hint? Yeah, give me a hint. His name is spelled the same both directions. That doesn't help me at all. His, his, madam, I'm Adam. No, his first name <laughs> is spelled the same backwards and forwards. Uh, goodness gracious, Craig. I don't know. I, I can't remember his name. I can see him. I can hear him. Bob? Geldof. Yeah, that Does that count? No. No, wait. No, I got the last name. That no, counts. That's count. two. No, you can get the next one right there. I had Boomtown Rats for Pete's sake. That doesn't count. 
What up? What's this for remembering a name? You're do you want to you want to play this game? <laughs> you want to you want the slippery slope? No, go go. Do you want the go. slippery slope right, of go, cheating? Go. Okay. All right. Number three. All right. Trivia question of the greatest decade in the Somebody history of the world. Somebody could still get a prize. Still, still possible. Okay. Who was responsible for the infamous assassination attempt on President Reagan? Hinkley. First name? John. You got it. Yay! But actually, it was Junior. You didn't get that part. So I just needed John Hinkley. Okay, so at least there's still a prize happening for somebody. Happened to have a copy of Catcher in the Rye on him when he shot the uh, the great president and had two more back at the hotel. It was or weird because like he was that. actually reading it while he was shooting. <laughs> Catcher in the Rye. Okay, well, how, many numbers, how many numbers we got? Uh, we're going up to 92 tonight. Okay. Opening up the prize pool, we got 92 folks that are just just about ready. For a uh, for a mystery prize. For a mystery prize. Here we go. Here we go. Let me ask Siri. How about it, Dan? 92, right? 92, yes. Okay. <clears throat> Give me a random number between 1 and 92. That would be 18. Number 18. Uh, Bubble Man. Bubble Man. Oh, has, I, I know who that might be. Do you? Don't know. You can't tell anybody now. I'm not. All right, Bubble Man, you have one week to contact us. Uh, either send us an In email. Fact, I, know, or, I mean, I know exactly who that is. I don't. So, but uh, send, <laughs> contact us on uh, Facebook or send us an email. Okay, now that we got all so that, that I'll out tell of you. The way, remind me to tell you the story later where Bubble Man comes from. Bubble Man, he's not going to change the world, but he knows who can. No, no, there's Bubble a Bubble Man. There's a story about Bubble Man. And actually, I'm part of that name coming up. That 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 it's a it just I, I can tell you later. Top story. That was really weak. Well, you're the one that always. <laughs> <laughs> Top story. Oh, we got, got some Lee Berry staff. We got, we got Lee Berry staff out here having <laughs> messing a, with us. I, I love I love the groupies. Hey, groupies. <laughs> Look, Aaron's number one fan. Courtney's got a size as Aaron's number one. What does it say at the bottom? Uh, it says uh, <laughs> Craig's number two fan. And then Craig's and then Aaron's fan. and then as far as <laughs> I yeah. put my glasses on their lap. That's nice. Okay, hey, Thank we're you. working. Do we need to autograph those later? We're for working. You? Okay, we'll autograph those later, even though they work. Who's here. answering the phones? I don't know. Who's answering the phones? Okay, we got to do this. <laughs> oh man, this is crazy. You know, you think you try to weed out all the groupies coming in like that, but yeah. they just they, they make their way in and anyway. This, this is why we don't spend a lot of time at the library. It's getting, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> you you can't get through the door without autographing everything. South Carolina man shot his cousin over salt and vinegar potato chips. I would shoot you if you brought those to me. They're disgusting. I love salt. Salt and vinegar potato chips are delicious. No, they're not. They got that zing, and it just it makes me happy. They're disgusting. I might shoot you over some. I don't like that tart, that sour ugh, feel. Now, who sent us this story? Do you remember? Was it uh, was it our good buddy Carrie Walker? Uh, I think it was his brother Dumas. <laughs> Or his sister slow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, a Col- Colton is it Colton? 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 A- Just no, make it easy. Slow. Make it easy. Uh, hey, Colton- make it easy, man. I'm <laughs> <laughs> so nervous. A Colton County man shot his cousin after warning the relative not to eat his salt and vinegar potato chips. Sheriff's deputy said Wednesday. Ryan Ding Langdale, 19, now faces charges. That is such a young age to start shooting people. Uh, over know. over potato I chips. I guess it depends on what you're going to be doing with your life. He um, now faces charges of attempt. I hope he doesn't. I hope he doesn't get in charge of like the mess hall at in prison. <laughs> He's in charge of the potato chips. He'll be using his pea shooter. Uh, he faces charges of attempted murder, using a firearm in a violent crime, and obstructing justice in the critical wounding of his 17 year old cousin. The uh, sheriff's office said Langdale 
<clears throat> wow, what happened? You okay there? Allergies. Greg Brady? said uh, Langdale reported the September 29th incident as an accidental shooting. He told deputies that his cousin and uh, that his cousin had accidentally shot himself by dropping a hunting rifle while cleaning it. If you drop a hunting hunting rifle, <laughs> don't that normally the the barrel goes the other direction? I don't know. It depends on how you drop it, I suppose. I would think that wouldn't fall that direction. But anyway, um, the uh, where was I? Right. The cousin confirmed right. the account in a brief statement to deputies before being rushed into life-saving surgery and eventually to a Charleston area hospital for major treatment. But the evidence didn't line up with the story. Uh, Sheriff's Major J.W. Chapman said, or is that the majority J.W. Chapman? <laughs> or is that Marjorie? Marjorie J.W. Chapman Madge. said. Just Madge. We knew from the beginning that something wasn't right, he said. The more we looked at it, the more it seemed odd. The pathway the bullet had taken through the victim's chest was impossible if the victim had mistakenly shot himself, uh-huh. Chapman said. And when the victim woke up a week later at Trident Medical Center in North Charleston, he told investigators potato chips were at the center of the dispute that prompted Langdale to purposefully shoot him, Chapman wow. said. Do not touch my chips or I'll shoot you. <laughs> I'll shoot you, Langdale that said. Guy's serious about his chips. According to the victim's account in uh, Sheriff's incident report, Langdale went back, uh, went into a back room, fetched a rifle, and pointed it at the victim, a report alleged. The next thing he knew, the document added, the rifle went off. The oh document boy. was actually, it was a live document. The document, it, that's a great REM album. It was, it, was a, it was a live document, and it added to the story as it was necessary. It was a docu- living document? Yeah, it was Kinda a living, like- living document. It was a lot, yeah. The live document said the next thing that they knew, the rifle went off. Unlike in uh, uh, the early account, the potato chip story fit the evidence Uh, Sheriff's officials said they said the suspect had urged the victim not to tell the authorities what actually happened. Investigators also found out Langdale had switched the rifle used in the shooting with another to cover up his involvement, they allege. How about that? How about that? So, uh, cousin, don't touch my chips. How about that? (laughs) Catch my chips outside. Catch my chips outside. (laughs) Headline is, a smart diaper tells mother whether her newborn has pooped or peed. We don't need this. Absolutely not. I could be in the same general area and know if somebody's can, pooped a diaper. I don't know a parent yet who couldn't walk up and say, yeah, I know what that is. Yeah, somebody's stinky. Well, you, there's a, there's a as a parent, yeah. you, you know there's a distinct odor to each. Absolutely. You and figure it out. You figure it out. And honestly, what does it matter? Because either way, no, either way, it's got to be fixed, right? Correct. So yes. it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. You got to fix. Well, it does. I, there's one I'd much rather change than the other. But the point being, you're not going to say, oh, it's that one. I'm not going to mess with it. Mess with it. <laughs> Yuhan Kimberly. Yuhan Kimberly <clears throat> announced on October 16th that it has launched. That's a company, by the way. A smart baby monitor that lets the mother know when her newborn poops or pees. If it was smart, it would change the diaper. The new product, dubbed the Monet X Huggies Smart Baby Monitor, is based on the Internet of Things IoT technology. What's that, Craig? It's the Internet of Things. Johan Kimberly started Huggies IoT services at its shopping mall dubbed MomQ this month in collaboration with Monet Corp, a Korean developer of smart baby monitors. When you download the smartphone application, you can use an alarm service that lets the mother know whether the newborn has pooped or peed, monitor the air quality, adjust the brightness of the nursing lamp, and analyze the frequency and pattern of pooping and peeing. 
and foster a tumor in your child's body. <laughs> what are you going to do with that? How much radiation? Information. How much stuff is coming off of this thing? The IoT sensor can be easily attached to the outer surface of the diaper in a non-contact manner. Okay, so it's not a smart diaper; it's a smart attachment for right. diapers. It tells the uh, feces and urine accurately in real time so that the diaper can be replaced at the right time. It's at the right time when you realize... Absolutely. That- this is so ridiculous. It's, it's dumb. It also monitors the air quality. But what? It, boy, Craig, we... My nose can monitor the air quality. We didn't have these in the 80s, the greatest decade. No. And look, all the babies turned out great. Decades, centuries before. Absolutely. Humidity and volatile organic compound... And provides an alarm when air quality is out of the preset range. What are you going to do about that? Just Wait, turn a ask, fan on? Can I ask a question? Yeah. Why were you wearing diapers in the 80s? <laughs> I wasn't. You but just, there were kids around me. I had nieces and nephews in the 80s. All I heard was you were wearing diapers in the 80s. No, I was not. Up to five people can be registered as guardians. On five this, people can fit in a diaper. And <laughs> human Kimberly said smart baby monitors are the result of innovations that provides convenience to mothers and babysitters and comfort to babies. You know what this is, Craig? You know what the bottom line of this is? There's a lot of scientists and inventors that have nothing to do. Nothing to do. So they come up with They're this. not working on the real stuff. And they'll probably sell millions of these crazy things. Hey, guess what? Say. Say what? Say. Say, say. Go ahead. Say. Say, say. Say. Say now. You're an all-star. <laughs> hey, there's a Smash Mouth musical, and the only song in it is All-Star. <laughs> well, that's the only song they've got, isn't it? Can, can you hear my? Can you hear how deflated I was when I was reading that headline? They did a, they did a cover of another song that kind of got a big. There for got a got, it got a big. Got, got the big. <laughs> but anyway, All-Star is the only one anybody what knows. What did they do? What did they Make do? Make up something while I look that up. So anyway, there's Smash Mouth. Which they, the the band is a funny band. They've got a great personality as a band. You know, they make you laugh. They've been hey in now, movies. They're all stars. Yes, they are. They were in that. Uh, they were. Oh, in they movie. did. I'm a believer. That's it. I'm a believer. Yeah. Now, you it, are. It got pretty big. Yeah. So, um, and let's then go. I saw Hot Face. Well, that's from Shrek. So's All Star. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I saw the movies. And Shrek's I, a musical already. Or as people say around here, I seen that movie. I done seen it. I done seen that movie. <laughs> This month, All-Star, the best Broadway musical, a four-act play written by and starring Allison Frasca, that she had a great drink she used to sell in the store. Orange Frasca. Uh, had its first public reading at the Davenport Theater in New York City. Every duet, solo, and chorus number in the musical, a big story of small town dreams, is a new arrangement of Smash, Smash Mouth's All-Star. Get your game on. With each reimagining, musical director Paul Rigano, Rigano, Paul R., adds surprising new subtext and riffs on a different style of Broadway hit from the sounds of Oklahoma to Wicked. And I'm pretty sure I heard a Hamilton joke in there, too. Not me, the person that wrote the article. Yeah. It's essentially, because you wouldn't catch me dead in there. Uh, it's I'd a, love to see Hamilton. <laughs> it's I don't want to see that either. It's essentially a jukebox musical, but the jukebox is broken. <laughs> yes, one there's so much more here that's broken than the jukebox. <laughs> if you're wondering just how much mileage you can get out of what sounds like a funnier die premise, it does. The answer is surprisingly an entire musical's worth. If you're hesitant uh, to get on board, don't worry. Smash Mouth themselves needed uh, needed some convincing, but once Frasca, Frasca, Fresca had assembled her delightful presentation, they decided to join the party. All-Star, the best Broadway musical, is officially sanctioned by the band because they really have nothing else going on. <laughs> the sh- they said paycheck? Yeah, that's what they said. <laughs> the show centers on one Sadie, who's 
Fresca herself, a crappy coverall. No, no a, scrappy. A scrappy. Yeah. Right, 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 right. A scrappy coverall clad gas station clerk with a beautiful voice who dreams of leaving her small southern town of Nash South. Ah, I see what that is. Nash South. Yeah. South Nashville, huh? Uh, is it? I don't know. I don't think that's... We call East Nashville East I'm not, Nasty. I'm not sure, but why would this be... This is not here, though. Well, it's the southern town of Nash South. Oh, you're right. This is yep. Maybe we just don't get it. In order to audition... <laughs> Wait, no, maybe you just don't maybe get I it. Don't. I think I got it In order to audition uh, for American All-Star and American, uh, and American Idol Analog that draws uh, ratings from humiliation. Oh, that Sadie, sounds like it. Sadie is caught in a love triangle, then rectangle, then hexagon, <laughs> between fellow gas station employee Eddie, played by Andrew Block, the sweet but jealous type, and local storm chaser pseudo celebrity Arnold Street. No, no Saint Arnold James. St. James. I thought they were on a street. In my in all fairness, it switched lines on me. Okay. Arnold St. James. That makes more sense now. Arnold Street didn't make any sense to me at all. <laughs> If your last name's Street, can you just abbreviate it like that? That would be cool. That would be cool. Um, okay, so the pseudo-celebrity Arnold St. James, played by Tom Althoff, the proverbial meteor man from the song who begs to differ with folks trying to keep Sadie down. You can't keep a good Sadie down. Pretty much every line of All-Star is mined for story, so you may as well familiarize yourself with the lyrics. The finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead, for instance, starts out as a literal loser taunt thrown at Sadie. It reappears in the form of haunting lament as an older, world-weary character mimes the story of a woman who once had dreams like Sadie did, but eventually put a gun to her forehead. Oh, my gosh. Well, she just put it up there. Oh. She didn't do anything with it. She actually had a little holster on her head. This played <laughs> entirely straight and as a moment of genuine character building, which only makes it more hilarious. What makes it hilarious is that people pay for this. I'd pay. I'd see it. I would buy a ticket to this show. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to write I'm going to write a play on uh, Riding the Storm Out. It could just be every line from the song over and over again. Yeah, Riding the Storm Out. It could out. be maybe different characters like a meteorologist. Gary will be in it. Yeah, we'll have a meteorologist, meteorologist a gas station attendant. Uh, a guy on a boat who's uh, a deep-sea fisherman. Yeah, deep-sea fisherman. It has to be everything to do with riding a storms A giant out. shark. A giant shark. A, a oh, giant tornado. Yeah, yeah tornado. Sharknado. Yeah, riding the shark, Sharknado. Well, this out. basically has set the bar now for as low as possible. <laughs> I might have a hit. You might have a hit on your hands. <laughs> In Florida, I went dessert. Let's be nice to Florida this week. Let's go way down south. Yeah, bless their hearts. World uh, Headline is World War II explosive discovered being used as a garden decoration. This happens more than you think. Yes, we've had three stories that I'm, that I'm thinking of I think we talked about, about I think we talked about, or did we? I was telling someone about down in Nashville by the big AT&T building, there was a corner that they built, you know, it's been 20 years now, but they built a building down there. They had to stop. It was on th between Third and Commerce. They had to stop because they found a Civil War battery of weapons, like oh live rounds and stuff that had been in the ground for, for uh, since then. Well, that stuff's got to be around somewhere. If it weren't used, you know, it's going to be somewhere. This comes to us from Vera Beach, Florida. Air Force explosive experts removed a World War II-era artillery That's rocket. a little bit newer. That was being used as a garden decoration in a Florida neighborhood. TCPalm.com reports the Army Corps of Engineers were working in a Vero Beach neighborhood Thursday when they noticed a two-foot training rocket. 
They notified the explosives teams at a nearby Patrick Air Force Base. Members examined the rocket and said while it appeared to be disarmed, it may still contain explosives. So it, it didn't have any arms. No, it, it was portal thing. The, it had arms before the hurricane. Too soon? Well, it rocked it like a hurricane. <laughs> the it, was, it was a rocket. It like was a, a rocket It was like, like a, a rocket hurricane. like a hurricane. <laughs> The Vero Beach area was a major military training site during World War II, and the Air Force believes that the rocket came from that error. Contractors have mapped a 20,000-acre area. They're searching for buried World War II training ordnance. Last year, a construction crew unearthed a large rocket, and it was towed out to the sea and detonated. You know, there's some kind of big dangerous bomb in the ocean out there near Florida, like a, a uh, something well they've got to be mines and all kinds of stuff under the who knows yeah who does know but uh what's scary is that people have these things and they don't think that they're they're live rounds and you would think they wouldn't it's scary i mean i can't buy a brand new pack of bottle rockets without half of them being duds correct but you can find you know mortars and stuff you can find all those things in the ground from the civil war and they're still potentially dangerous well, when's the last time you bought bottle rockets uh fourth of july really yeah. I hadn't spent money on fireworks in 20 years. Oh, I'm kind of cheap. I, only, yeah. I don't spend a whole lot on them. Yeah. Because to me, it's kind of like watching money burn. But yeah, that's what it is. That's why I usually just you know use somebody else's credit card. <laughs> I probably shouldn't have said that out loud. You all right over there? I'm okay. Are you stroking out? You're killing me. No. Man shot after triggering his own booby trap. <laughs> why would he put Why would he put a... I'm not saying that's just too easy of a joke. Yeah, it? and cheap. Too cheap. A 68-year-old man accidentally shot himself with a gun rigged at his back door. Edwin Smith. Oh, Eddie Smith. Edwin Boom Boom Smith <laughs> was caught in his own trap. He can't get out. He's caught in a trap. Uh, at about 11.30 a.m. Monday at 124 blah, 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 outside of Shelby. We just want to. We don't tell everybody where he lives. Nah, they already did. Well, he. It's dangerous. According to investigators, Smith had a shotgun set up facing his back door. He loves Home Alone. Eddie's got. He was a into making gun. All, He's like, yeah, he's like, he's like setting up all these booby traps and. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he went outside to feed some squirrels. Uh, okay. At some point, he opened the door and the gun fired and hit his right arm. Cleveland County Sheriff's deputies did not immediately know if the contraption malfunctioned or if he forgot the weapon was rigged to fire. I think if I did that, yeah. I would know <laughs> which door. I would be near. Me, no, I, I would like, be. I'm <laughs> saying I would be near that door. I would Poor go Alpha. <laughs> um, that door's already attacked you once. I, oh, that is true. Yeah, the back door did shatter all over my hand. I got the scars to prove it. Yes, you do. Everybody, look at it. Look, bloody. Does everybody see it? I. I was like I. I've never seen anything quite like this, Captain John Wright of the Sheriff's Office Oh, said. Mr. Wright. Uh, first responders cautiously went through the home to be sure nothing else was rigged with weapons. The man was taken to Atrium Health in Shelby. Wright said Smith was severely wounded, but alert when he was transported. I thought you said taken to, to Atrium Health in Shelby, right? <laughs> <laughs> what? Because <laughs> his name was right after that. <laughs> so he was taken to Atrium Health in Shelby, right? And Smith. Do you need to get this out of your system? No, go ahead. It just caught me funny. I'm sorry. Crystal, uh, you're the only one. Crystal <laughs> Crystal Blevins, stop it. Half at end, 12 and a half, 15. Was severely, uh, Crystal Blevins, <laughs> Smith's neighbor. <laughs> That's not a real name. Described him as a kind man who cared about his neighbors. Band of the week, Crystal Blevins. Crystal Blevins, thank you. <laughs> yes. Ladies and gentlemen, Crystal Blevins. 
As always, those names are free to use. You can go back through all the episodes, pick up the free names, and use them as you will. Please use them responsibly. Greta Van Fleet's a real person's name. They use that. The uh, greatest band to come out since R.E.S.P. I thought their stage name was Led Zeppelin. So, anyway, Crystal Blevins, Smith's neighbor, described him as a kind man who cared about his neighbors. He you also, think funny. He also stood up for our neighborhood when drugs and bad people started moving in, Blevins said. The wooded area where the incident happened is littered with no trespassing signs, including a large red and white uh, sign warning crackheads, <laughs> drug dealers, and illegal aliens to stay off the property. This is the grumpy old man that yells for everybody to get off his yard. Yeah, this yard. is what we aspire to be. <laughs> exactly. Smith added... <laughs> We're almost there. I know. Smith added the sign to his property uh, just a few months ago, Blevins said. She, it's just such a nice sign. <laughs> Look at that sign, but don't go near the door go for near Pete's it. sake. For the sake of Pete, do not go near that door. Headline is, man enters Ripley's Aquarium, strips naked, and jumps into shark tank. I heard about this this morning. I don't believe it. <laughs> it's Ripley's. Oh, I get yeah, it, because Ripley's, a, believe yeah. it or not. Police have identified And apparently a when they went for him, he jumped in again. Police have identified a suspect after a man entered Ripley's Aquarium in Toronto late Friday night, almost immediately stripped naked and jumped into a shark tank. Have you been to a Ripley's Aquarium? Uh, I have not. There's one in Gatlinburg. Yes, there is. And you, because Gatlinburg is what it is, you yeah. feel like it's a touristy kind of it, trap yeah. thing. But it's actually a really nice aquarium. Everything. I always have fun in Gatlinburg. Yeah, it's a it's a really nice aquarium. You get to watch taffy being made in Gatlinburg. You get to eat taffy in Gatlinburg. Yeah, but you can watch it. Just watch it cook. I, I miss Gatlinburg when it was small village type. Thing. Before the fire of, of 2016. No, before the <laughs> being overrun with businesses and, you know. Yeah, the old, the old the village, Gatlinburg was fun. Yeah, the, the, the little villagey feel, like, you know, like a a painting. Yeah. You know, now it's like McDonald's, you know, yeah. restaurant, restaurant, McDonald's. Cookie cutter stuff. Yeah, yeah. like really weird shops, discount shops. And and stuff some like of that. it's fun, though, still. I mean, that's the first place I saw, Pepper Palace. What's a Pepper Palace? It's where you go in and you get the hottest hot sauces around. Oh, I've been in that place. It's in in that place they call a mall. It's like a little building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah, 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 (laughs) yeah. Video of the incident has has been circulating on social media. In one video, the man is seen from one of the facility's underwater tunnels where several sharks are swimming just below his feet. In a separate video, the man is seen swimming around the tank in front of a laughing crowd. Hey, look at that clown in the water. They thought it was part of the act. At one point, the man climbs in onto a ledge before flopping backwards back into the water. Security. I flopped backwards just getting out of my chair. You know, back when I used to work at Bass Pro, there were two occasions people came in and jumped in that aquarium. You had an aquarium at that one? Yeah, big one, big one. Uh, Toronto police said Monday that they had identified 37-year-old David Weaver of Nelson, British Columbia, as a suspect. He is now wanted in mischief investigation. Police say the same suspect, the same David Weaver, is also wanted in connection with another incident that occurred earlier that night, about two hours before he arrived at Ripley's, Ripley's Aquarium. The suspect was asked to leave the Medieval Times Dinner Theater for allegedly being unruly. He was escorted out by security there as well and allegedly assaulted someone outside. But the man left the aquarium around 10.26 p.m. carrying his shoes and jacket when he heard that police were called. Peter Doyle, the manager of the location. Oh, he was great in Young Frankenstein. He said the man left behind a number of items of clothing. <laughs> Doyle said the aquarium is now reviewing its policies. Oh, we, uh, we've never had this uh, before, eh? We've never had this occur before, eh? He said Monday. 
This yeah. is this is incredibly dangerous beauty, eh? He jumped into the exhibit with live animals like he's looking for a donut, eh? Whether it's a dog or a shark, you don't know, eh? How many animals will, uh, how they'll behave when they're spooked, eh? Beauty. I don't think A has come after everything, eh? It, uh, it A was a incredibly <laughs> a ignorant. Now it sounds like pig Latin. The welfare of our animals is paramount. This was a premeditated intentional act. Doyle said that while the aquarium is re- reviewing its policies, it does not want to disrupt the visitor. You know, experience. even though um, those sharks are probably well fed. Yeah. To jump in with them is just, just any the guys suicidal has to be something. I mean, he went to medieval times. He's probably hoping somebody would, you know, get him in a joust or something. You're looking at my T-shirt. Yeah. I got joust. This, my five dollar midway joust T-shirt video game T-shirt. Retro throwback T-shirt, five dollars at the Walmart. My favorite thing about the game Joust was the theme song. I loved it. it you, I love the creepy hand that it? came out of the fire. Do you remember the theme song? No. It went Joust, Joust, let it yeah, all out. Yeah, you remember yeah, that? Yeah, it was yeah, good. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. <laughs> oh, you weren't telling me the truth. <laughs> I, really I thought that had some really good processing power for 1982. I or hated whatever. that game. I well, hated it because I just never could get the hang of it. That's what's great about but it. But it's got that rollerball. No, it doesn't. No, no, it had the, uh, you had to flap the wings. You had, to, that you had button to hit the button to flap the wings yeah, and fly. skip that. And uh, if I'm, if I'm going to be hitting the button, I'm going to be firing something or jumping. But I, do, I don't want to be flapping. Video games, uh, not only because they were mostly in the greatest decade on the planet, 19, the 1980s. They were in the late 70s. It took off in the 80s. Every time you saw a new video game, it was just, it was magic. Yeah. I remember the first time I saw Qbert. Took me fifty cents to figure it out, but after that, loved it. And, loved he, and it. he used to have a big uh, relay in the bottom of the cabinet, so when he fell, it would thunk yeah, the bottom of the cabinet. It would. That's right. And um, I remember the first day they unboxed um, Gauntlet. Gauntlet. Four people could stand around playing that game, and it was you know it's a great game. Yeah, Gauntlet was good, but it was like track and field was one of my favorites too. Yeah, track and field was love track and field. Pac-Man. We, we, we go through the whole list now. Pac-Man was uh, it's got to be my king, number one. I've, I've spent more money. You on bow Pac-Man to Pac-Man. Than He's your king. Donkey Kong was a lot of fun. Donkey Kong's one of my all-time favorites. Um, Galaga, I loved Galaga. Loved Galaga. Um, Galaxian was. Eh. Eh, I didn't like Galaxian that much. Tron. I really got into the Tron game because it was put, four games in one. You just made that two syllables. Did I? What? Tron. Tron. I didn't say Tron. <laughs> um. But that's not weird. We got weird stuff. Yeah, let's talk about the mysterious website that charges you 99 cents to see who else has paid 99 cents. <laughs> this is a brilliant idea. And apparently somebody's Do you remember the guy that had, remember the guy that had the million dollar page where he, you could buy like a little spot on the page and the guy made like a million dollars? This was like early on in the internet when the web is got that popular. Is that what you could buy like it was like just yeah. like 50 pixels or it was like he filled the whole page it was the guy made like a million dollars off of it. Anyway, uh in today's uh hold on. Am I keeping you awake? Yeah. We're almost done. No, it's okay. You know what happened? <laughs> I just, uh, it's just, I'm sleepy. Obviously. Hey, hey, you want me to read the story now? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, The mysterious website charges you 99 cents to see who has paid 99 cents. In today's internet culture, we want to know things right away. We want to click on something and immediately be greeted with what we want to see. We don't want to pay for that information, and some of us go to great lengths to avoid that 
present by <laughs> installing ad blockers or using multiple pre- free trials to keep reading free news articles. I don't deal with those sites. They make, nah, me, they make me mad. So why did I just pay 99 cents on a website called Who Paid 99 Cents, which only shows me who else paid 99 cents to see who else paid 99 cents. And now cents. he's on the list. That's why I wouldn't do it. Yeah. I wouldn't want my name on that list. My initial thoughts were, no way. This could be anybody, and they're asking for my credit card info. But then curiosity kicked in, and I paid 99 cents. Apparently, so did 43 other people before <laughs> me. So this person's only made 43 bucks. Well, this article is probably a week old by now, but who He might knows? have made 44 bucks by I now. don't know. Somebody, somebody's going to be making some Let's money. get to it. It's time for the Mark Patch Top 10. Where you go? Aya. 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 I had this discussion with you. I'm going to go ahead and open. I'm going to pull the curtain back a little bit for our audience. I wish you quit pulling the curtain back. So you I'm, need to pull the shade down. I've been trying to get Halloween themed top tens, right? Because you know it's October. You're right. You're I right. Know, right. So I was going to do the scariest songs because we've had the funniest Halloween songs. I think we did that one last year. Man, I pulled up the top ten scariest songs and they were creepy dark. Yeah, we don't want to do that. Ugh. I mean, evil stuff. So instead, what do we have? We've got the top 10 Halloween candies. Now, this is voted on by kids, which is surprising to me when you see some of these. They're good, all of them. Um, yeah, this comes to us from kidsworld.com. Number 10. Go ahead. You ready? Get, yeah, yeah. Gonna jump right in. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah go. Tootsie Rolls. Love Tootsie Rolls. I like Tootsie Rolls better now than when I was a hey, kid. Hey, you know what's really good? Glenna, who we don't speak of, loves the vanilla ones. They the she... vanilla ones are hard oh. to find. No, they're delicious. They taste almost like... Um, Cake icing or something. They got a really Scott good vanilla. I don't like play. cake icing. They, well, you're weird. <laughs> Number nine of the top ten Halloween candies voted on by kids: Skittles. Skittles are good. Skittles should be closer to the top. In I my could opinion. take. I could take a garden shovel and just shovel them into my face. You know what's good is when you're at the theater, you buy a box of Skittles. Don't say mix it with the popcorn. Pour it in your popcorn. I don't like mixing my popcorn. With oh, candy. it's good. No, I don't it's like. It tastes like Fruit Loops. I'm a popcorn purist when it comes. Tastes to Tastes like Fruit Loops, Craig. I don't want that. Number eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number eight. You're number eight. Top ten Halloween candies. Whoppers. Oh, I love Burger I love, King. I love. No, 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 no. Whoppers. They're chocolate malted malt. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was thinking of a hammer. I love, like, when I go to, like, a like a soda shop, yeah. I love a malt. Yeah. I really have never understood what malt really is, but it's oh, delicious. Oh, you don't like about a malt? You take a malt when you're at the theater and you pour it in your popcorn? No, you don't do that. But uh, I love, like, like uh, I'm thinking about it. What was that? You can get malt at the store. You can make malted milk with. Yeah, you can. Really good. Number seven. Can I go on about malt? Number seven. I have never tried. Love them. Sour Patch Kids. First, first they're sour, then they're sweet. (laughs) It's a lot like you, except for the sweet part. Yeah, they're uh, they're good. Number six, an old fave of mine. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yes, sir. Twix. Number five. I've never been a fan. I'm not a fan of these either. Nerds. And I don't know why I hang out with one every every week. Number four, I would like better if they'd come unwrapped. Yes. Starburst. They're good. Delicious. Number three does not belong on this list, I like them. I do not. I like them. But I I would rather trade these for uh, Sweet Tarts. What what surprised me is this is a kid's list. Kids love these. It's number three of the top ten Halloween candy, Smarties. Smarties. Yeah. Like me, Smarties. Yeah. Number two of the top ten Halloween candies. Number two, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. That Anything should be number one. So good. That's the best. No, but number one is good. Number one's good, but Wait number a minute, two I do is have better. A, I do have a complaint. Uh-oh. The best candy bar on the planet's not on this list. Yeah, I know. I didn't see zero bars on no. here at all. Who eats those? I do. 
What are they? Zero bars are delicious. They're white chocolate with some kind of mud in the middle. No, it's got nougat. No, whatever. Chocolate Ted nougat. nougat. Ted nougat? <laughs> Number we're, we're Snickers. Number one of the top ten Halloween candies, Kit Kat bars. Kit Kat is good, but we're Snickers. Snickers is a classic. No Where's Milky Way? Uh, Where's Snickers? Where's Milky Way, I say? Three Musketeers. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't like Three Musketeers. That's Lori's favorite. I don't like that way that... You remember milkshake bars? Yes. Yeah, those were good. I remember the name. Made oh. by the same company that makes Zero Bars. Zero Bars are really good, but they don't taste real. Baby Ruth. Baby Ruth's are great candy bars. No, they're not. They are. And I don't like Heath Bars either. You don't like what? Heath. Heath Bars are delicious. No, they're not. How do you not like English toffee? That's what stunted your growth. Go ahead, I dare you. All right, we're out of here. We gotta go. We got things to do. Thanks a lot for listening to episode two nineteen. We are eighty-one away from three hundred. Yes, we are. Is it eighty-one? Yeah, I think you're right. Something like that. All right, we're gone. Thanks, Pop. Love ya. Where did come? Where'd I come from? Pops, that's for my pops. It seemed like it was out of left field. Ah. I mean, because you hadn't talked about him the whole show, and suddenly you want to yell for him. Well, maybe that's why. All right, pops. Fine. Hi, you, mom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Love you too. Bring him some candy. <laughs> <laughs>